You are now listening to Carefree Black Girl Podcast, where we discuss everything carefree, black, and girl. girl. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Hey. 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 Hi, we're back. Still on Zoom. Yeah. How's everyone's um, last time since we've seen each other been? Haley, what's been up? I'm much better. So much more at peace. Very happy. (laughs) Enjoying, I guess, quarantine now. Because at first it was really stressful. So now finding my ways and then watching. In three weeks it's going to be like messed up again. But that's fine. (laughs) Because I'm now learning to not have a flow to go with and to just go. Ah, like water. Snap, yes, snap, absolutely. Snap. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, this is Nika. I've been doing well. I just had my birthday, my 30th. Woo-hoo! Happy I birthday. Yes, birthday. Welcome. Welcome to the club. Yes. <laughs> That's lovely. Um, I've been um I've been good. I've been just knocking stuff off my to-do list, been doing a lot of organizing, been backing up a lot of music. I got a certification like a week ago or some shit like Ooh, that. So, congratulations. Thank you. I have one, another one under my belt. So I've just been trying to um, do some reading, like some stuff outside of reading my phone. You know what I mean? So I've just been trying to keep myself occupied and stuff. So I'm, you know, I'm hanging in there right now. Dig it. I'm doing pretty well, too. My tarot readings have been popping. So it's very exciting. I had Um, a great one, too. (laughs) Thank you, Haley. Thank you, Nika, also. Nika got a birthday one. I'm doing mine for my birthday, so I'll see you in a couple of weeks. (laughs) Yeah, so that's been great. My website's going to launch soon, so... Things are going well. Nice. Yeah. That's cute. Yay, girl power. Everyone's girl, like black girl. finessing through this quarantine as best as they can. No one like yeah. shaved their head off yet or nothing crazy. No, I'm growing <laughs> my hair out. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we're all hanging in there pretty fucking good, man. It's definitely nice to see y'all faces, though. It feels weird not being in the school. I'm not going to hold you, but yeah. I am glad we could do it like this. So salute to all the listeners. Me too. Yeah, yeah. We appreciate you guys. Yeah. So you know these girls just like us are still popping out here. So we got a couple carefree black girls of the week. All right, y'all? Okay. Yes. A couple. We got blessed with some new jams. Okay. Yes. Yes. They might have been some old jams, but they got remixed with some <laughs> of our favorites. So our carefree black girls of the week, Beyonce. Because they hopped on Megan the Stallion Savage and Doja Say So. Yeah. Both bops, by the way. Like, can we talk about it? Both And I've never to number one and number two on the billboard. it. <laughs> I have never so wanted fire. to be from somewhere else, but when they dropped Savage Remix, I low-key felt like I should be from Houston. Like, <laughs> what's up? On the lowest of keys. Like, women in Houston right now are going up. They yeah. Oh, like, true. Like, what? Yes. 
Yeah. So true. I was like, this is like the first time in history that four black women are at the number one and number yes! two board. So I heard that. that I is it. That's dope. That's so the girls killing it. Girls still killing it. Yeah. And I think it was good too because I think a lot of people were saying that Doja kind of sounded like Nikki, or there was like a little bit of riff in between mm-hmm. them. And I thought it was good that they got on the same track together to be like, hey, like, you know, we good over here. Like, you know, this is my little sis for the weekend. Like, we about to, you know, make this pop. Yeah. So, like, Doja's been I'm trying to get Nikki on a song for a while. Y'all know I'm a Doja stand. Yeah. <laughs> So she's been trying. She had this funny thing um, where she was just like basically trying to like get Nikki on a song. So obviously it worked and um, that she was fired. I mean, but that Beyonce though, like. She gave us three verses. She gave us harmony. She gave us oohs, ahs, like. (laughs) Yeah. Real remix. It was a real remix. She gave it. Slapped on the verse, like Nika said, like, nah, like, they rearranged the whole joint. Like, Beyonce is mostly on there. Like, she's harmonizing. She's doing it all. I know that's huge for Megan. Like, I know Megan's been dying for that moment. Um, And she snapped her on a remix. And I'm not mad at it. Like, everyone was kind of getting a little sick of the song anyways. And what better way to research the song and make people like it again by adding the fucking Queen B. Like, <laughs> both of these songs are like, big on tiktok too so i wonder like are they gonna add that have they added it to the metrics yet like i don't know it's too soon they've got to though because both of the songs are huge on tiktok we should do the savage challenge together so (laughs) the remix or the original i can't do the original i can't do that damn i can't do that damn remix i can't i need a simple two-step bro those are dancers we can do the first one though. The first it's one is the simple. Slow-mo on YouTube. The slow mo <laughs> tutorials on YouTube. Yeah. No. <laughs> yes. That's how I learned the first one. No. I know this. Uh, she's an honorary mention because you know we always love Missy. But I did do that TikTok cool off challenge. I want to try it. Post it. But I I did that shit. <laughs> yeah. See. <laughs> okay. See, well, I'm gonna yeah. try that one. I'm gonna try that one. I'm down to try the savage though. I just, you know, we can do it. It's a lot right now, man. Yeah. But um, it was definitely dope to see that happen. Um, and you know, I think that was good, very big for Megan too, because she just came off of like that whole court stuff with her record label, and you know, like you know, all that stuff was just going on. So I think be like for her to put out music and I thought um you know regardless of what else happens to her this year like bitch you got a remix by Beyonce like you like Beyonce no why you drop your name you out it's still like Meg is still like up and coming like when did she get the whole she's here now I think when she drops her debut yeah, album, like, still like, okay, what is she gonna do next? Like, what's she yeah. gonna do next? Okay, I, yeah. When, when is she gonna get the whole like? She's chilling. She just dropping music. Like she could be whatever. Yeah, I, think, I don't know. I think we gotta wait for her to drop her debut album. I think that's album. what sets it off because I think even when Cardi was like coming up, I think that was something that you know we're like, all right, what does this sound like when you piece it together and put out a project? And yeah, we've had different projects from Megan but I 
think she, if she says this, you know, she takes that type of stuff different than when she's putting out an album. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I thought, um, what, what's the name of this damn savage or whatever the hell this EP yeah. is called or whatever? There was mixed reviews about it. You know what I mean? And yeah. she's like still trying to find that balance between bars and like catchy. You get what I'm saying? So I think yes. once she finally gets that in the package and she's able to deliver that, then it's like, okay, Meg's good. Like, you get what I'm saying? So Yeah, yeah. so that's what the her signing with Rock Nation is supposed to help her achieve. Mm-hmm. Is the goal, so. I'm telling y'all, I'm not watching until they all come out so I can binge it. I just, because I, 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 I missed the last two I hate episodes. It. I hate it. The timeline, the timeline has really been telling you what's going on. <laughs> well, y'all are just going to, because this last one, first of all, it was my favorite. Yeah, this one was great. Because <laughs> it oh was God. like, I felt like. Is it the finale? It, no. No, no, no. Oh, episode, oh. episode five. Okay, yeah, let me know when the episode five. Yeah. So there's three more episodes. But this was the block party. This was the block party. And so obviously all of us are in events and it was just so like it was so great to see that like on film like that. Yeah. It was so cool because it's all we've all been there and it was just such a great like out of body experience and to watch it. Um, also very triggering, like let's be honest. <laughs> Very triggering, especially for the A3C thing that happened in Lil Wayne year. Yo, I think that's why they she threw that in there, though, to, like, the whole O'Day to it, because, damn, that was spot on. Yeah, I'm like, my heart, when I tell <laughs> you, like, literally, I have PTSD from that, and I didn't know that I did. Like, <laughs> my heart was, like, beating out of my chest. I'm like, okay, I have unresolved trauma from that incident. Um, um, when, so, yeah. But Insecure has been popping and it's been so popping because it's the different storylines that's been happening this year. So mainly friendship being the core and it's less about relationships from um, um, of women's like our standpoint, because the only relationship that's really been going on has been Condola and Lawrence. Which now we're seeing that that's kind of been, there's something going on there. Because we found out this episode that apparently they're not talking to each other no more. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's getting real spicy up in the insecure world. Oh, my goodness. Spicy. Mm -hmm. And so Molly and um, Issa are having problems, okay? We're going to have to talk about uh-huh. that, too. Yeah. So we'll talk about that more in a second. Yeah. But the other thing that's a really um, a subtle storyline is the postpartum depression that Tiffany is experiencing. So mm-hmm. she had her baby, and um, she's not doing well. 
Nope. Uh, <laughs> not doing not it. Not at all. <laughs> not at oh all. Wow. He made the comment about um, <laughs> what she said. She said, going to the grocery store. She's like, yeah, I thought about leaving her there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's like, damn, girl. Like, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. yeah. So it, I like how they're talking about the motherhood um, with Tiffany. Like, we got the the. the idea of like what happens when you're actually at the hospital and how she's a black women are ignored. And now we're talking about how hard it actually is to acclimate to being a mother and that it isn't so smooth all the time. So she's Mm -hmm. dealing with those issues of postpartum. Um, So it's really interesting to see that. And you see that her husband's actually stepping up and being. Yeah. We didn't even know if he's the dad. Oh my God. That's what me and my. That is what we've been trying to figure out, too. Okay, I wanted to know if we were wild for thinking that. Me yeah, no, we don't know who baby dad is. But we don't know if that's his for sure. <laughs> Maybe does that go into why she's acting like that? I feel like. Probably so. I, I love the writing of this because, you know, everything from, you know, if you do put on events or if you're a part of events, you could really relate to this episode because everything, you know, from her waiting on people to actually get there to, you know, having to check things on behind the scenes and like just staying up with stuff. It was really, really well written and I could 100% connect with it, you know, even the relationship between like her and Molly, right? Like how many times have you, you know, everyone's, every girl, male, whoever has been through that kind of awkward stage where like you kind of beefing with your friend and it's like, I don't know if I'm going to be rocking with you much longer like you know so um i i thought that was well written from Issa's perspective and molly's perspective you know i like that it's showing both of them and it shows that perception ain't really reality sometimes i at least for me. Mm. right i just am like with molly like okay cool girl like you got your little boo all right but like how did you meet andrew hello like so don't forget like if it wasn't for Issa, you wouldn't even know andrew and so for first of all let's shout out the music okay roll yeah <laughs> the music is always fire yep they always have the best soundtrack she goes off and so we have fucking uh. Sir and zakari from tde mm-hmm. in the episode performing amin was yeah. in there amine was the guest like yeah. Oh, you know that whole Cali vibe? They're really like, they really oh. be on each other's stuff. Like, we rocking with each other super hard. So that's right, like, right. You need to go to Cali, slick. Yes, oh let's go. I heard let's we got go. a lot of listeners on that side. We definitely got to get to Cali, man. Let's go. <laughs> well, all them on our show. <laughs> let's go. Yeah, that shit was fly. Um, that's so but. Cool. Yeah, so the whole thing with Molly at the end with Issa, they have a whole big blow up. Oh, wow. And it mm. stems from Issa getting help from Andrew, who's Molly's boyfriend. But Molly didn't help Issa get the help from Andrew. Right. Oh. Right? Oh, that shit sounds childish. Very. So Molly's like, oh, you know, I really want this relationship to work. So I really don't want to you know, ask him for a favor. And so Isa's like, okay, I don't really understand, but cool. 
Right. So she goes to her connection to Andrew, which is Nathan. So Nathan comes back. We see Nathan finally. That's fine ass. He's Ooh. so fine. I don't even like him late, but he's fine. Right. He's fine. Mm. So Nathan hits up Andrew like, yo, can you do me a favor for Issa and hit up Vince because you work with Live Nation and see if he can come through to the Bob party. Yeah. That's how she gets her headliner. And mm-hmm. everything's cool until Molly finds out that Andrew ultimately helped Issa. Mm. Now the bitch mad. And now I'm you so want to start problems up at my event after everything just went off well. At the event. Mm. Like, it, it's a lot of miscommunication and don't. aggressiveness. But I was going to say, don't make, me, don't make me stop like in Molly, like. That's you might right. know. You just might because you a lot of flack right now. But she's yeah. just like so overbearing and just like so. Oh, no sabotaging. She's, like, oh. she's very sabotaging. Um, okay, mm. but I think mm. that goes to uh, her communication issues. I think she has a problem with communicating what she's feeling right then and there, and then that turns into passive aggressiveness, exactly. and then that just throws off everything else, and it starts to like a trickle effect. And it's like mm-hmm. I feel like Issa is actually pretty direct when you yeah. know when it comes to a lot of stuff, and it's like mm. you know instead of Molly speaking up right then and there, you want to wait till I'm at the end of my fucking event to come talk to me, like girl. If you don't get the fuck out of here, like, and at that, everyone else is telling me, like, yo, this isn't the time. So, like, you know, Molly's been out here wilding, but um, I think that the next episode is gonna be real spicy, and we gonna see what's mm. going to happen. Yes, you might not want binge watch; you might want to catch up right now. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I would, I would run. <laughs> But yeah, really about like mm. female relationships, friendships, cause they we really be doing going through it as women with other women. Oh God, yes. And especially our friends. Yeah. Like, I have a weird like relationship with friends because I have a lot of close friends who I like, kind of felt like just dropped me. Mm. You no, know, like even from like when I it's always like transitions. Like when I went to college, my high school best friend or whatever, she just kind of stopped talking to me. And then, like, when I left college, like, though, that best friend kind of, we kind of fell out. So, it was just like, mm. It's weird. That's, because that's shitty. Goddamn. I mean, yeah. it's tough. I think it, one thing it, that happened, because I've moved a lot. So, I've experienced, like, having friends and, like, either outgrowing them or things yeah. just happen. And it's just like, yeah. You know, and we're entrepreneurs. So, like, I think the way that we think and how we move is a lot different from our quote-unquote, like, regular friends, for a lack of better Mm -hmm. terms. And there's nothing wrong with being a regular friend. Like, what we do isn't the easiest shit. It does come with stuff like, you know, having your friendships fucked up, right? And I think that sometimes our mindset is completely different, and that's what how we end up in, like, two separate places. And that is how... I have grown to knowing who's a real friend. It's understanding that my mindset is different. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just as simple. Like, yeah. stuff I'm prioritizing and stuff that's important to me may not be important to you, but I just need you to recognize that it's important to me and we're going to be good. Like, right. Right. like I, I got to go here. I got to go do this. I got to no, I can't come and kick it. I have this. Like, no, like understanding that what I'm doing 
it's what I feel like is important to me. Like, and as long as they're respecting that, because like, I know y- y'all are like older or whatever. But me and my best friend, we, we've been friends since like fifth grade. We weren't friends in elementary school, but we always knew each other. But we've been friends since like fifth grade. We're in college now. We go to two separate colleges, two separate states. Still like thick as seeds. She's a whole biology major. She's going to be a doctor. Yeah. You know, that's different. I'm over here, like, <laughs> not really sure what I'm doing, but I'm doing it. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, it's just different. And because she's been understanding all of these years, our friendship has been able to like flourish and work out. Which is important, you know, um, even when it comes to like not doing nothing, because a lot of the times we're on the go. So mm-hmm. in a moment where we have to ourselves, and our friends might have that same moment, and they're like, oh, let me reach out to such and such because I want to hang out with them. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. we're not thinking about that shit because we've been around people for the past 12, 14 hours. Now we want to go take a nap. Ourselves. Yeah, so some, mm-hmm. I, I think that just that mindset is just sometimes it just gets completely different. And I think that's what's happening with Issa and Molly. It's like Issa was broke. She was just staying with her, you know, with her dude for a while. She's trying to get back up on her feet. So a lot of the times when Molly was trying to talk to her or, you know, do shit, it's like she that, had time. wasn't that her priority right then and there, you know? Yeah, and that's, not a fault to Issa. Like, girl, you better take care of yourself because Molly clearly ain't going to be there for you if you broke and you struggling and all of that shit, right? So Okay, and that's what also frustrates me. The same people who will complain about, oh, you don't talk to me. Oh, we don't spend time together when I needed, when I had the space or when I needed that or whatever, you weren't there. So it's like hard for me to be like, okay, I have all this free time now or I have any free time now. I'm going to go chill with you because you wasn't, you wasn't messing with me. Like, you right. just, I don't know. And then my love language is acts of service. So I'd be quick to cut, a, cut somebody off who I feel like ain't serving. Do that. <laughs> that ain't right. So. I know that's right. You better know, yo. You better know yeah. what it is and what you bring no, to the I'm because I know I'll be quick to hop up and like, oh, so-and-so need this. Or, oh, da-da-da need this. And like, if you're not reciprocating that, nah, we, we good. We good. I know that's right. I think it, but I love how the show is like very um, authentic in the fact that they have like a small group of friends. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that in itself makes all of this even more difficult <laughs> when your friend isn't understanding you because it's not like she's got all these friends because where the fuck am i going now (laughs) and that's like hurtful but i think like best friends is like you know people say oh you're my best friend like i have my best friend and of course my close friends are of course they're my best friends too right right there's some people that are like you understand each other way more Mm -hmm. and you just understand each other and whatever but your close friends are your best friends. And I think that's kind of the thing with like Molly and Issa. Like as they're growing, they're going to still be friends. But like that understanding because they're in two different places is morphing and yep. changing. So yep. they've got, if they want to continue to be friends with each other, they probably have to look at each other differently or they need different things from each other now. And they may mm-hmm. have to find that elsewhere. Like mm-hmm. they might it may be more connected to your significant other. And like that, that has to do with just getting older, which is a weird thing that happens, but that's what happens. Like that's why people's 
husband or whatever boyfriend becomes like their best friend right that person understands where you are in your life more not you know and sometimes your friend is just over there living their life and if the two people understand that then you guys are cool but if there's like that lack of wanting to understand then you have the friction Well said. Well, 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 well said, girl. Always is. Definitely. Always is. I definitely have some friends that it may be a minute we don't really talk to each other, but once we do, it's like a whole lot. So what's been going on? Like, oh my God, I've seen what you've been doing. Like, I, I, I still feel. The I have love. friends like this. I the yeah, I have friends I'm like still this. Still strong, and I know that if I really was like, if I really needed something, I could call these these people. So, yeah. And they kind of yeah. just, I don't know, growing up, my just whole thing about friendships have changed, but I think for the better, because now I can understand what a friend is. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, yeah, I've definitely good. grown with my friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Alyssa Page and Farron. Oh, <laughs> shout out to all the best friends out there. My bestie. Yeah. <laughs> We have y'all been keeping up with quarantine stuff. We got Sweetie, um, yeah, Tabitha Brown. I love Tabitha Brown. She got me thinking I could be vegan. <laughs> <laughs> I love her accent. I love she's so encouraging. I do too. She's so oh, lovely. I love her energy. Her whole family. They're just so cute. Like I want them to be. They so are. Cute. Like I just want them to be. So- we might need to get her a show, low key. Yes. Maybe I'll get tired of her. Probably I don't know. It. I don't know. Get her something. Agency. She's got an agency. So I wonder, like, what is she gonna be an actress or like a host? And I'm mad because she she looks so familiar. (laughs) So is she an actress? Like, she was okay. I'm like, she looks so familiar. Yeah. Um, I'm about to. I'm gonna look too. But for those who don't know who she is, does somebody want to explain who Tabitha Brown may be? Just okay. So. I love TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) So I found her. Well, first of all, it's crazy because TikTok, I don't know. So the platform of TikTok is you don't have to follow anybody. They have Mm -hmm. a page. And so anybody, it's like got an algorithm just like Instagram. Mm -hmm. So anybody that you would be interested in, um, you, you're going to see. And so it kind of filters it like that, but then it has like, yeah, hashtags and there's a for you page. So F Y P hashtag. So if you use that, it comes up on that page. And so that's what I always just scroll on. And so I kept seeing this beautiful older black woman with this country accent, (laughs) vegan who was cooking and she would just do these cooking videos with her vegan recipes and her vegan mayo and her <laughs> cracked back pepper and or potato something. Yes. <laughs> so it was just like so like and in the garlic powder, honey. Gotta have that garlic powder because that's your business. Because okay? that's, that's your business. business. Yes. So it was just so entertaining. And then you don't even realize like how many of those videos you're consuming. And it's just like a, oh. I sat there and watched the 15 minute video. Like (laughs) I sat there, didn't answer, like sat there and watched a 15 minute vegan cooking video. (laughs) Wow. She did the carrot bacon. 
Yes. And, and watch that. That was so cute. I'm still not eating no goddamn carrot bacon. But for all the vegans out there, be my guest, you know. But I'm still not eating no goddamn carrot bacon. No. I ain't no carrot bacon, bro. You <laughs> <laughs> made some vegan tuna yesterday with carrot. I'm like, yo, this is crazy out here. But yeah, so that's who Tabitha Brown is. She is got big on TikTok from making vegan cooking videos. And she's got this southern accent with all these little catchphrases that everyone loves. And so people have been like doing their tab at the brown, brown impressions. And um, she just got all this love and people have been digging her. Yes. Yes. Shout out to Miss Brown and her family, her beautiful old family. Her her daughter look just alike. Yes. Just we love a like mom and daughter look. duo. Just alike. And her husband is Fine, like yeah. he looked good for his age, and we know he older. Yeah, he's about to see y'all. Last of all, he be coaching. I went to this page. I went to the page. Yep. But uh, yeah, online is winning right now. We got TikTok. We got Twitter, Instagram. I'm loving Sweetie. Like, she's been getting cute every day and getting on her live. That's making me want to get cute. Okay, okay, Sweetie. It made made me think about getting cute. It don't make me actually get up. (laughs) It made me think about it. Where has she been on getting cute on? Just, like, at her house. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Hanging out with Quavo and shit. Just regular, regular. Looking at her packages and (laughs) all her stuff. Mm-hmm. She do so she her, own makeup, her own hair. So mm-hmm. that's cute. She yeah, has like I don't a know how to do palette out right now. I forget what the brand Any is. Of those really, really, really palette. cute. Like if I was into makeup like that, that I would probably get it. <laughs> like that, that. I love her. I love her little personality. Yeah, she um, gotta just be a personality person, girl. Don't like, rap no more. I don't really want to hear her rap. <laughs> She's on that new song. <laughs> Girls from the South or whatever. Oh, dang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The remix was fine. I was, was like, dang. That's how I like got some bars, but I mean, like a yeah. whole project. It's just like her project that, that we listened to. Well, that first, her first project that did not go well for me. So, <laughs> sweetie, you cute, you fine as fuck, but I'm not really running. I love her interviews. Yeah. I love it. So you can just be an it girl. You don't have to. You yeah, know, an it girl. That's, <laughs> That's why she got in that picture with Beyonce. She's like, oh. And she knows this. She knows what to do. She came up to J. Cole, y'all. She's bold. Yeah, like, she's bold. We gotta give it to her. <laughs> oh, the the um the makeup brand that she's working with is called Morph. I hope I'm saying oh, yeah. but Morph. it's M-O-R-P-H-E. Um, yeah. And that's her. She has a, a palette. So, you know, go support our fellow oh, Carefree cute. Black Girl and, you know, go get that. But Yeah, Morph is fly. That's a dope brand to be associated with. Right. So, salute <laughs> to her, though. And her and uh, I like that Quavo was starting to claim her a little bit more now that she's been out in the spotlight getting attention. He was subtly claiming her before, but now it's just like, nah, like y'all niggas got to fall back. That's my shorty. Like, <laughs> wow. Where are he going to go? He got to be at home, too. So. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> crying. Picture. We taking I'm this crying. picture for the gram. But got nowhere to be. Let's do this. <laughs> I do saw when they were on live and he he got on the live and said the food was there. Yo, yeah. I, that's a love language. I thought that was fucking cute. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was cute. 
Yes. Like, bring your ass downstairs and go to full hill. And we have lives. Uh, well, Doja Cat has been cool on her live. Oh Huge personality. Her it's little so performance. I like how she does her stages. Her little stages. Like, yes. I like her little disco ball one that she just created. Yeah, she's so creative. I love her. Y'all, I didn't know she was black. I meant to say this before. <laughs> I'm going to keep it a stack with you. I know what she was. I didn't, like, really look into her, and I don't, like, follow her on the socials. I just kind of see what gets put out there when she is doing her thing. I didn't uh-huh. really know she was black. <laughs> oh, so when they said that's more black, black women, women, I was like, Doja Cat black? Like, not that I'm mad at it, but, like, I didn't know she was black. Just thought I'd throw that out there. That was I mean, I mean, know she was Africa. She's me. Really? Yeah, I didn't know she was black either. Oh shit! So oh, oh wow! Yeah, that's African. Her name is like something. Amala. Amala. Okay. Amala. Pretty. It's pretty. How do her parents? I don't know. I'm now more intrigued about her life. He's yeah. very intriguing. Y'all think I like some basic ass bitch? <laughs> <laughs> did that live for Levi's and she had that blow-up suit on, that sumo suit. Yes. <laughs> that was dying. She had like a little jean. So engaging, like so engaging. And when she dressed up, uh, she did the box lyrics as oh. like the medieval times. Is that the one? That's funny. hilarious. And what's crazy is her voice, she's such a, her voice is so good. Yeah, when she performs on live, like she actually sounds like really good. Mm. <laughs> like that's yeah, that whole yeah. shit was definitely a troll. Um, just to but, get people to listen and follow in. Um, you know what else is crazy? She um she's smart because she's the one of those artists that's like making money during this quarantine. She's right. clicking up with all these brands. Popping up on all their lives. <laughs> like, she's like, mm. oh, I know how to do the internet. That's why it's okay to not take yourself too serious sometimes, you know. Right. It's okay to not take yourself too serious. Live life. I'm not saying be a dumbass goofball to like do some super cool uh, shit. But like, you know, it's okay to be goofy and live life a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. who gives a fuck what somebody's gonna say about you being in a fat sumo suit on live? Like, you gotta laugh at yourself sometimes, you know? Especially when you're talented. Yes. <laughs> back it up. It would be different if she sucked. Right, 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 right. She can do it. Because like, even when she's doing that, she's literally performing. Right. Like, she's not like half-assing it. And that's what I love about her. Like, She's an entertainer. She's, she's like actually performing. Like, and if you guys um are like bored, definitely go check out her Vivo lifts. Like they've been doing the uh live performances of Streets yeah. and uh Say So too. And they're like really cool. Like they make different backdrops or whatever. And I don't know, it's a vibe. So y'all yeah. check those out. That song is fire. Like if you like streets before you really like it after you hear that i was like oh mm. you need to put that in the episode yes put that in the notes that's really cool <laughs> i love it 
I loved it. And live, y'all checked Erica Badu and Joe Scott. Oh, oh my God. Hi. Did I with my candles lit? <laughs> my incense burning. <laughs> I loved it from jump. It was just like such love. history. History. She was just like, you guys took a shot <laughs> at me. <laughs> now look at my life. Now look at us. You took a shot and we're here. Like, oh, I love it. That shit was crazy. And it like, good. yes, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful. It and I, it's like, you know, they have hits. Like, of course, what was crazy is I just watched Erica Badu's Dollar Concert. Mm. So it was like, mm. I just watched that. So to see her do this again, it was like double the greatness. Right. But like, mm. Jill Scott, I haven't like listened to some Jill Scott in a minute. Right. Yes. But to like, he, be like, so like, oh my God, like y'all are amazing. I love the live performances she perf- uh, played. I was like, wow, the emotion. And then look, she was getting emotional on some of the parts, Jill Scott. I, I know. she's Yo, I've seen her live. And one thing that I will say is that motherfuckers know about Jilly from Miss Jilly from Philly. Like, mm-hmm. I was taken aback when I saw her live, and I saw the mixed crowd in there. Now, mind you, mm-hmm. I saw her in Boston. So it's like you all the way in Boston and you know about, you know, Jill Scott and it's somebody who doesn't look like us at all. You got like a middle aged 55 year old white man in there like bumping the fuck out of Jill Scott. And I just thought that was dope for one. I think that says a lot about her um, and her soul and what she brings. Um, But it was really beautiful. It was almost too beautiful for me. I'm like, can y'all like say some slick shit to each other or something. This is like true kumbaya. Like, it was the complete 180. Well, not complete 180, but it was at least 90 degrees different from what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be a little, just a little spice in there, but they were very, I should have known. At least from Erica, right? At least from Erica. Yeah, at least from, and I think Erica was trying to throw off a little spice, but Jilly is just like, Erica, I love you. Like, thank you for being here, blah, blah, blah. So it just didn't come out. I'm a fan. She was saying girl ain't slick. She yeah, was. it was Someone so said, cute. I get it. Someone said, literally- Erica, someone said Erica was the uh, high auntie, and yeah. Jill's not auntie. <laughs> I'm both aunties. Let me just say that right now. <laughs> but that's what they kept. But that's so true. But that's what I loved is I didn't realize how much they were friends. I yeah, didn't either. I didn't realize that they've written each other's music. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize. Didn't know that at all. Yeah, I, I'm just, like, flabbergasted. And, like, they're just so ridiculously talented. Like, Jill's voice sounds like freaking butterflies, literally. Oh, like, And then Erica's is so interesting and sultry and jazzy and yes. just, like, just air, orgasm. Like, it's perfect. I feel like this is the perfect time to go back to Erica Badu's discography because, like, we're women now. Yep. Like, girls back then, we are yep. grown women now. Yep. You understand what she meant? Bag lady, I know what you mean now. Yeah. Yes. I, I get it. I understand. I like, get it, girl. I get it. Perfect. I have the playlist, the title playlist is perfect. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. She's such a Pisces. I freaking love her energy so much. Her creativity is just so cool. And then, like, the fact that, like, you, she shout out, out her baby daddies. 
Yeah. <laughs> all the fly baby daddies. Yes. What? Like, this cool. was made. They had a lot of people in there too. Like, and cause for I, that's one yeah. thing that I didn't expect to happen. I'm gonna keep it a stack. Is I know, like, you know, Lil John and them, they had like really, really high numbers, but Erica and Jill had just about as high as numbers. Like, I'm okay. Yeah, if not higher, and I just it just caught me off guard because they're like neo soul. So to me, they're like really like the black artists. You get what I'm saying? I don't see them as poppy and having that mainstream reach, but they got just as much mainstream reach as you know these other folks who actually play that mainstream lane. So they have classic work. Yeah, yeah, they have classic work. Yes. Definitely. That's what it is. They're artists. Like they create. Like they're creators. Like I'm an artist, and I'm sensitive about my shit. Uh, it's just so from their soul, and it's like this. So like them incarnated in their music. It's just so I fucking love that shit. Mm-hmm. And then mm. it's like they. Oh my god, they're just amazing. Like Erica Badu, I fucking love her. I fucking love Erica Badu. Like I love her. She's my favorite. That was and perfect. Spot was just like. A cherry, but Erica, she can do no wrong. Okay. <laughs> okay. And trust, she's she's problematic. She be wild, yeah. She's she really problematic, wild. but we love you know that's the Pisces dinner. That's the Pisces. Yeah, exactly. And that's I saw her with I saw both of them at One Music Fest. So mm. shout out to One Music Ooh. because when Damn. the when the Dungeon Family did their reunion and Erica came out. I thought I was going, my head was going to explode. Like, not only am I seeing Dungeon Family outcast, Erica comes out, like, this don't make no sense. <laughs> and then I have saw Jill a couple times at One Music Fest. So, One Music Fest, Atlanta. Went up. Went up. Yeah, that was great. And this month, or this week, we have who? Luda Nelly and, and Luda. Y'all, they take, all these verses are just taking me back. To Yo, just like, thank you to my great. parents, thank you to my cousins, my <laughs> all of them who had the good music playing back in the day. Like y'all really put me. Shut up. Yeah. I'm so happy <laughs> that if I could go from who was it? Uh, just all the generations, just back to back. Yeah, I can yeah. relate to them all. Yeah, it, I don't think they could pull off no shit like this, like in the future, like in the future type thing, because like. <clears throat> what are you gonna do? Nav versus fucking trippy red? Like you get what I'm saying? Like you, you got a few mm-hmm. people who can hang in there, but it's not like it's not gonna be like it no, was. It's not a lot. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot. But we it's gonna stop with that. You could stop with the Kendrick and Cole. Yeah, like <laughs> that's all we got. That's all we fucking got. Yeah, that is it. But Nelly and Luda's definitely gonna be interesting. A lot of people are sleeping on Nelly and his hits, which is. Unfortunately, his influence. He had us rocking band aids on our face. On our face. Air Forces. Air Force I was too little for that. Gold. I got in trouble for that. I got in trouble because Nelly did it. What? Get the shit off your face. We were pimps because of Nelly. Pimp juice? Holy shit. What? We were singing songs about drive-bys because of this nigga and didn't even know it. We were singing a song about a drive-by and did not know it. Okay, 
Going down now, baby, your friend. Come jump. Oh, my God. This takes me back to the exact summer when I had that project. I know exactly what we were doing. Every day, go to the park. Like, <laughs> nah, how about when he dropped tip drill? How about that, though? BET Uncut? Oh, late. Like, okay. legendary. <laughs> I thought hot hair was crazy when found my butt getting big. I can't say it for my mom. I can't say it for my mom. No, I'm legit. Nelly may squeak this one out. Ludacris is just like that mega star who's like, Ooh. but Nelly. Yes. Nelly not hard. Even Ludacris is like. Has, but yeah, Ludacris has love He has anthems. He has anthems. Yeah. yeah. I remember Ooh. dancing. <laughs> In school, I choreographed that shit. Stand up. And he, you know what? We never talk about Ludacris's videos when we talk about videos. Bitch. Oh my God. You ain't lying. He had, a, he had a vision around his neck. The innovation. The innovation. Like, oh, well, he had the yes. video head. He had his yep. head. <laughs> they roll out. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, nah, Ludacris is definitely legendary. This is he's a great person. I love Ludacris. Yeah, I love Ludacris. I can't wait to see the next women's one, though. I can't wait to see that. Yeah, hopefully there will be another one. You know how they like to give us a little... I know. There you go. A little cookie. Here you go. up now, bitch. Like, okay, relax. One more. We wasn't done. He feeding me. Little Cam and Missy or something like that. Yes. Yo. Um, Missy, I really, Missy has to go against a dude. Like. Or like. <laughs> Missy or like, has to go against yeah. a dude. Like, because Missy, like, she's written for every, and produced for everybody. Like, forget what she would fucking do. Like, just for her track. So much. She has to go. She should go against Puff. Like, maybe she should go against oh. Puff. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like she has to go against somebody who's really put an impact on the culture. Because if you take away Missy, nigga, you're not getting a lot. Uh, you're you're going oh. to miss a lot. So Yo, Candy, that's it right there. I'm just Tweet saying. Tweet that shit. And they cool, so that would actually might be fun. You get yes. trademark that before the people see your shit. Puff on the phone for me. Yes. <laughs> that's what we need. That's what the people want. You need yo. to hit up Michael Aristotle or something. Be like, you know you know Missy. Somebody, yo. Tell, 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 I'm going to DM her. She followed me on Twitter. I'm like, yo, miss. Just, I, I'm like, I'm not doing it. that. So she could, I'm like, no, that's my baby. Like, but that I, you know, maybe I, I'll at her with it. Like, Missy, just got a pump for some fun, you know. But future shot. Produce that shit. <laughs> Young shot. Tell Fadia. Tell Fadia. <laughs> for real. Tell Fadia from Instagram. She's the one that sets them up. Mm. Yeah.
now that we, you know, what we doing, know what we doing for the next show, let's transition to a serious note. Let's talk about class of 2020. Ooh, oh, my baby. So sorry to you. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Congratulations, Congratulations for finishing. Because you still finished. No one is ever going to forget this graduation year. So, <laughs> the one <laughs> we're quarantined. Yeah, like niggas finished school well, online and didn't well, sign up for that. <laughs> my niece, my niece is graduating from high school. Uh-huh. Shout out. Mm-hmm. Carson Richardson. Shout out to my booski. That is the love of my life. I love that little girl. And she deserves much more than this bullshit. Yes. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but nonetheless, she has, they t- she could have finished with the grade she had in March, but she stuck through it. And she's now got all her grades up higher. So she'll wow. be graduating with a higher GPA. She's been sticking. Period. I know she's taking her AP exams this week. So, Ooh. you know, these kids are still out oh, here. Working. Oh, yeah. They, they really are. Seriously. And I just want to say, yeah. yeah, shout out to the parents, though. Because a lot of these parents, like, you got my kid effed up. Right. Because mm-hmm. Memphis, shout out to my city. Memphis, there's a Memphis parent who threw an entire graduation in his lawn. He's I like, in, he had a stage and everything, right? Yes. She graduated from Xavier. They are like, they're not far from my house which is so funny but yeah so shout out to him shout out to jackson state graduates my friend Aaliyah graduated her parents threw her a whole graduation in their living room because her parents went to jackson state her grandparents went to jackson state it was so beautiful um and there are a lot of parents doing that like yeah definitely so i'm like my aunt gotta step up yes parents are like parents are like no I put them through four years of college. You got this. Yeah, we right for this moment. High school years. We gonna do a graduation. No, Who that I think yeah. that's I think yeah. that's hard, and I think that's important. Like I would be like that is what pushed me to finish college is being able to say I walk across that stage. That moment is what yeah. I waited for. So if you yeah. take that moment away from me, it's like damn, bro. Like fuck this piece of paper. Like I want the honor of walking that stage. You know? Yeah, I, my I friend go- cried, and I felt so bad for her. Like. Yeah. I'm my, cousin, no. my cousin graduated. Shout out to my shorty. She's graduated from Boston University. And grad. Wow. So and many shout outs. I got a little cousin graduating high school. So that's two of my little cousins who don't get the chance to, you know, walk the stage. Although I hope they do some type of honorary, you know, ceremony for them. At yeah, some I don't stage. know about y'all schools, but shout out to Clark. They're doing a thing online. It's very cute. It's Saturday. Tune into it. It's like a virtual... Not a virtual graduation. It's not a graduation because our graduation was pushed to the fall. So they're still graduating in the year 2020. But they're like doing this program with like all of their pictures. Um, it's like going to be really cute. They haven't released a lot of information, but the promo for it is great. Shout out to my mentor. Um, and then there's another. Oh, and then there's the AUC graduation that they're hosting. That's um, That was sponsored by this nonprofit from a girl. The nonprofit founder goes to Clark and she's not even a senior and she like is starting this whole thing with the AUC graduation. So shout out to people who are still supporting 2020 grads. Like you're dope. There's been so many celebrities too doing their virtual commencement speeches. Oh, President. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they did it already. Who would have had him? Who the 
freak would have had him? I want to know. Who was he booked for? I don't know, but he's still doing it. Yeah, that's cool. And I forgot who we had. Else I somebody got for real. Um, yeah. it, was, it was somebody, it was an HBCU. I'm pretty sure it was Virginia State. Um, oh, dope. that's dope. Yeah, some, uh, somebody got for real. So I think, you know, I think that's definitely dope. I mean, you better make up for it somehow, motherfucker. Like, oh, uh, yeah, like, already like announced something. LeBron James is planning something for LeBron all the type of virtual, yeah. like overall graduation for all of them some celebration so maybe on tv type thing so that's mm, cool. that's fancy that's right. fancy and he did he put a lot of he put a lot of kids through college that's he did and he has a school yeah he's literally helping putting people through you know college in school right, yeah back of education so you know that's is Oprah just, doing something. I feel like this is her field. Is she doing something? I don't know, but she spoke at somebody's graduation. She did what? She spoke at someone's graduation. Oh, mm-hmm. probably one of her daughters. No, like no, so they're in college now. Like you know, she got hired oh. to do a commencement speech. Who can afford Oprah? <laughs> Not my school. My school can't. Someone it's did, okay. You know. And I think a lot of these celebrities are doing it just because they understand it's such a crazy time. So they're trying to inspire them, you know, because yeah. they feel very like, especially if you was graduating, like, I barely want to do this. I because I know how it's in the end of my senior year. I was about to say F it all. Yeah. I'm a fail statistic. That was the worst time of my life. Well, not the worst. Everything's so uncertain. Right. And you didn't graduate. So now you're just like in limbo. I can imagine. Yeah, we like, what's what's next? We're just playing a guessing game. You know what else is tough about that, though? The college graduates don't really have no jobs to come out to. So, like, Exactly. In this pandemic, right? So you graduate, you bust your butt, you like, yup, I'm gonna start working. And then it's just like, boom, like, you don't even have access to jobs that you normally would once you graduate um which is kind of like what happened uh in like 2008 um and shit like that so it's like i feel i feel for them like i like because i remember when i first came out of college and i was job searching you know what i mean and it it's not easy and they want you to have five years i'm going into college in 2008 like, like they were probably like, well, why are you even going to college? Like, Bro. I remember going in to college when the recession was going on. And it was right. Yeah. So, I got it, out right then. And I mean, I was. Damn, you was going to college. That's probably why my life turn was such a weird turn I took. <laughs> I got out of college cool, and I just yeah, went to makeup yeah. school because I was like, there ain't no jobs. <laughs> like, no, but I don't blame you. I was just going to go over here and do some random ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. y'all, so, you know. That shit didn't hit me too much differently either. But, you know, shout out to the 2020 graduates. Y'all just hold on in there. Don't defer your loans too much longer. Like, defer them yeah. shit, but don't don't defer them too long because yeah. then your interest going to get there, and that's not going to be pretty in the long run. So, but make sure it's you get them loans. Um, if you would, so I- salute to you. <laughs> so, I wonder, like, have- no, what are you saying? Oh, keep going. Oh, I was going to say, I hope that people aren't getting, like, too anxious and moving to the states that are reopening. Oh, like, right. oh, just because yes. they're promising 
those are more promising economies. That's what I'm like worried about. Like, oh, my state isn't reopening. Well, let me take my stuff to X, Y, and Z because they're reopening and their economy is going to, you know, be better because then you have to think of the safety. Like, like, bro, that's not safe. You're still passing it around. Yes. People are so yeah, you are. Yeah. Okay. And I hate to be, that was kind of like corny as me because I just moved back to Georgia. But I moved from quarantine A to quarantine B. I, I'm not going looking for a job or nothing. My job is remote and, you know. <laughs> whatever yeah. like i'm not but yeah, i just had to clarify but yeah so i hope i hope that's not something that people are like struggling with because that really sucks yeah but what do y'all think about hurting. that's why a lot of people are still hurting so that's why they are particularly trying to reopen the states and make it more normalized but it's like it is happening way too fast it's way too fast and i don't even think the the thing the efforts that they're gonna make is really gonna make sense if people really don't even understand what's going on. Like I where I work, you know, we all have to wear a mask, but you have people mm-hmm. who wear masks in their cars are like like people really just don't understand what they're supposed to be doing right now. So until we really yeah. understand, it doesn't matter. Like you're gonna open it up, people are gonna still act wild. It's unfortunate. <laughs> I think that you know at this point it's never gonna be a good time to open up like of course opening it up sooner than later is definitely whack but i think it's never gonna feel right to reopen up these you know the states and go back to normal until we are really able to like get like set in stone and stop spreading it you know what i mean and i don't know if that's possible like there's so many people who are probably walking around here who don't have symptoms who probably are never gonna get tested and that can go on for years you know what i mean so the crazy thing is, you guys have seen all these cases now around the White House. Yeah. Like, so we're supposed to believe that things are lining up and it's okay for these businesses to be open, but the White House is literally getting infected right now. So crazy. Except fucking Donald Trump. Why he ain't getting this shit? Just wait. I'm hoping. Well, his valet got it. <laughs> so how he ain't? He, They're targeting him. They're trying. <laughs> That was crazy. And then um, the Pence's White House, I mean, Pence's communication secretary got it, who is married to Stephen Miller, who's the racist asshole, who is Trump's economic advisor. So they're married. So if she's got the corona, I'm pretty sure Stephen Miller probably has the corona. Oh, Mm. my gosh. Not that I wish it on anyone. Me neither. But, but you know, I wouldn't be wouldn't hurt. Wouldn't be <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> but I mean, have y'all have any of y'all been tested? My aunt got tested. And she said it was awful. Like she said, it hurt. I'm. I want to get tested. I'm not gonna hold you. Like I would like to know only because like I do want to like do shit. Like go. My gym's open. I want to go to the gym. I'm not going to hold you. I have a lot more risk of getting that shit going to the grocery store right now than I do my particular gym that I go to. So, like, I want to make sure I'm not, like, spreading it there and, like, things like that. I just want that peace of mind to know, like, I don't have this shit. And, like, everyone, if anything, they should require every single person to get tested. Just like they require people to have immunization shots, every single motherfucker should be tested for this. That way we can really nip it in the bud. But isn't the issue that they don't have enough resources to test people or enough people who don't have it 
Oh, that was like, don't have enough resources. Now that's kind of changed. Like, yeah, I think now it's a little bit different. And even if you do it in waves, that's fine. But one way or the other, like they don't have enough resources. Huh? Don't have enough yeah. resources. So the White House uses a different form of testing. So this is the scrub. There's the testing that you get that shoves it up your nose. Yep. And that takes like a day or so or whatever to get back. Then there's the testing that you get that the White House gets to use. And it's like a blood test. Oh, geez. And it comes back within 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. So that's the testing that would be easiest for everybody to use. Because the, the thing is, everyone needs to be tested continuously. Yep. Because you can come We're and come. testing right now. Stadium. White House is getting daily testing right now. Yes. Multiple. Daily? So Multiple. They don't want to share that shit. That's how I feel. It's like, you're not telling me I have the resources. Like, y'all are sending every motherfucker in the United States $1,200. Y'all have the resources. Y'all have stuff that we don't even know about technology-wise and medicine-wise. Y'all yeah. not telling me that y'all can't figure this out. I just feel like y'all don't want to. And it's a part of a you know, bigger thing, but we'll leave that. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> no, it's here. <laughs> <laughs> it's here. And they're allegedly giving the states a billion dollars towards testing or whatever, but the problem is nothing is here right now. now like, none of this is here right now. None of the resources are here right now. So for us to open up these businesses, they need to have this rapid testing in every single business. So every single yeah. employee can get tested every day, just like the White House. Yep. And that's how they're able to freaking function. If the White House didn't have daily testing, they wouldn't be able to be open like they are. Right, so right. That's your example right there. You see how you guys are open because you test every day? And look what happened when you tested. You found your valet was positive. You found the press secretary was positive. Then you took them out of the population to, to make sure it's not spreading. That's right. the concept. Yeah, they need to just... I don't, I don't know. Government. Especially they gotta figure something out with schools. Like, school's about to come back in session. And no. Like, oh, no, gotta get educated. Dr. Fauci said that he does not, yesterday, Dr. Fauci, the head of the CDC, uh, the head of some other health organization in the government, they all testified in front of Congress remotely mm. because Fauci and all them are in freaking quarantine around the home God giving us the information about this is yeah <laughs> so they testified to congress and his recommendation and what he said is he isn't sure that people can go back to school in the fall i don't blame him. him and cal, yeah cal state already canceled fall classes mm. i think howard did too however common my school ain't saying until july so i already know that there's we're living in like a false we're living in two realities we're living in trump's reality which is just i want to get reelected, bill mm -hmm. and then we're living in, in fauci science reality which is who we need to listen to and that's what's scary about us reopening everything seems hunky-dory right now but if people keep start popping up and getting sick and we can't test everyone, then we're back to where we started or worse. Yep. 
which is why they created all those beds. It wasn't like they created the beds right then for the for it to happen right then because if you think about it when we closed the city or the state we had way less cases than now when we're opening the state <clears throat> so scientifically now we have more chance of it spreading to more people because more people have it than when we closed it in the first place right mm. yes. It's never ending, honestly, until there's a vaccine. Yep. I'm not getting that shit. Listen, hey, hey, hey. Let's nip this vaccine bullshit in the bud right now. I'm not getting that shit. People have done a lot of YouTube research. I know that one year there was the flu was fucking nuts and Shorty's legs was walking backwards and everybody's like, fuck that. I'm not getting the flu. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, if... This is why diseases from like 1770 is popping back up because people think that we're getting killed through vaccines. If you don't get vaccinated, like you have to get a measles vaccination. Like there's certain vaccinations that are necessary, right? And they're necessary for a reason. So if this happens to be one of those vaccines that gets put in there, you're better off getting it. Like there's a reason why you don't have the measles. There's a reason why you're such and such years old and you don't have the measles. I get conspiracy theories. Listen, I understand that y'all might be thinking that's a way for them to kill us. You know, it very much could well be. I don't know. I can't say for sure it doesn't. But what I can say, more than likely, like, a lot of this stuff isn't. Like, I've had the flu shot. I get the flu shot. Every year. But one year I got the, yo, I got the flu shot when I was in college because I would always, always, always get sick because I was coming back and forth. I got the flu shot one year and my nigga, I swear to God, I didn't get sick for like three years. Like my immune system was boosted. So like I get that black people are like iffy about vaccines and shit, but like y'all got to like as a whole, like everybody has to chill. Like vaccines are not bad for you. Like fuck what YouTube says. Fuck all the speculation. I ain't never had the flu ever or strep throat or any of that stuff. I swear, this year, I think I had corona, like, no cap. But see, I I was sick for two weeks Because there's reasons for that shit. So, like, each his own. I just want to give y'all that perspective. Like, I get people are suspect about vaccines, but, like, let's really dig Think, let's really use our brains here. Like, there's science is not the enemy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> science is not the enemy. Like, like if they want to kill us, like they'll do shit like this. Like, they're not gonna put it in a vaccine. Like, I don't know. Like, I, yeah, the government will kill you by not fixing your water supply. Michigan, <laughs> like that's not the science people killing you that's your government not fixing your water like i agree i'm all about medicine i think science is cool i believe in science i love science and so i'm with science like i said some shit sure maybe but like for certain things it's just like yo like again like there's reasons why certain diseases from back in the day have not came back and there's also reasons why they have came back you know so you know you pick your own poison you're an adult you you do what you gotta do if they come out with a coronavirus vaccine maybe i don't take the first batch maybe i take the second or third you know what i'm saying i'm not taking the first one i might i might consider the third 
Yeah, like, first but, one, like them niggas may die. In order for a vaccine to be released, it has to be approved by the FDA, which means it has to go through a whole bunch of testing. Like yeah. it doesn't just go out on the market. My yeah. dad's a physician. Like my dad wouldn't give me something that is going to hurt me. Right. So that's where my mind always comes from when it comes to medicine. Like I don't I don't look at medicine like it's the enemy because my like, mom's a nurse, so my yeah, mom's exactly. Nurse. See, that's why we have these points of views. Yeah, yeah, well, I had somebody no. in my household because I was against the flu. Like, don't get it twisted. I was totally against getting the flu shot. I'm like, no, blah blah blah. Then guess what? That one year I got my flu shot. That shit changed my life forever. Like, you know, so to each yeah. his own. To each his own. But make sure y'all are getting y'all checkups and shit, though. You know, stay healthy out here. Like, you have to take care of your immune system because we're not, like, doing regular day-to-day. Like, we do need to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves. Like, eating, you know, more healthy than not, even though I know how easy it is to not eat healthy right now because I've had my moments. But you balance. Everything's about balance, y'all. So make sure your immune system is good. Take a multivitamin. Drink water. Like, all of that shit is very, very important right now. Because when you do get back outside, you don't want to fall to whatever's out there because your immune system is weak as fuck. You know what I'm saying? So know that immune system the best way you can while you're in the crib. So, you know, the next topic is Ahmad Aubrey. Ooh, R.I.P. Baby. Hey, he is a well. He was a um, citizen of Brunswick, Georgia, which is in South Georgia. Yeah. Um, he was running through a neighborhood and was brutally murdered by two white men, the McMichaels. And the entire altercation, this happened in February 2020, um, the entire altercation um, was recorded by a man who goes by Roddy. Um, there are so many pieces of this case. Um, so they claim, the McMichaels, they claim that it was a citizen's arrest and that there were break-ins in the neighborhood. And they thought that he was the person breaking in and he resisted arrest and that's why he was shot and killed. However, comma, there was a report that came out that said there were no break-ins in the neighborhood reported. There was one break-in um, reported from them in early January. Yeah. And Which a firearm was taken out of their truck. Still don't give them no I don't believe that shit. I'm not saying that. But, yeah, I'm just saying, like, they were, the, and then there was, um, now there's also a part of the case saying that trying to figure out if the the Roddy character, which is the person who recorded the incident, mm-hmm. um, if he has relation to the McMichaels. Of course, he is saying that he don't know them, and he was just recording. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I watched his interview yesterday, and that shit was awful, like like bad. It was him and his lawyer, and his lawyer don't. Who forgave him? Like it was just bad. It was just not it at all. Mm. Um, my connection to the case. So, um, Aubrey's cousin goes to Clark, and he has another cousin that goes to Morehouse. And his cousin that goes to Clark, Maya, is like one of my friends. Mm. So she takes me in like late February, talking about the case, and I was like, 
this is still happening. Like, this is crazy. Asking what can the school do? And I was just like, I don't know, because he didn't go to Clark. Like, I don't know if the school can make an actual statement. Like, not the first statement. Um, and so she was like, I was like, but I definitely suggest you email every media outlet you can. Like, email the facts of the case. And then I woke up mid-March in, like, late April, and that shit was viral. So... I'm so happy that his story is out there. Um, yeah, so you Dude. ladies can go ahead. Because I didn't know what happened in February. I'm gonna keep it a stack mm-hmm. with you. I thought this was something that happened pretty recent. The way why would we about it? Of course, right? Why would I hear about this in my own state that I live in? Right? Exactly. Like, why, would, <laughs> why would I know about that? But that's why it threw me off when I see one of my homies talking about. Um, you know, this was done in February. I'm like, huh? And so it's like, damn, it's May. We're just now finding out about this. And the only reason why we're finding out about it is because the video was circulating around. So it's like, you know, I think that's trash. And it's like, imagine what hasn't been circled around and what we don't know about. Um, but imagine it, what doesn't have a video. Yeah, like, but it's it's nuts to me how close you are to that situation. Like, look, like six degrees of separation. Like, look how close you are to that, and how you know we're affected by it. So, and one of his cousins is in the NFL. Oh, he plays Jesus. for the Detroit Lions. Jesus, see, so this is just like it's an overall just a sad situation. Um, the what makes me scary is that one of the gentlemen um was a, a was a police officer or something like that. Mm-hmm. So he has you know ties with those people that don't do us no good. They already don't be trying to convict these people. No way. You get what I'm saying? Right. Well, I saw that the DA. Um, that's yep. going to be presiding over is a black woman. Good. Um, I think Cobb County, if I'm not somewhere up here, I think she's going to be going down there. Because there so was somebody awesome. else who was in charge of it before, and I think he got like um, suspended or something like that for like tampering with evidence or something like that. So good. Yeah, and they also asked for the DOJ to be involved, which I'm not a fan of that because fucking Bill Barr is the head of the DOJ and he's in Trump's pocket. So that What's is DOJ, me- just in case people don't know. Department of Justice. Okay. Justice. So, yeah. so that doesn't make me feel comfortable because, you know, they're homies with Trump. Like they do anything to make things seem, you know, not what it is. Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those things. But Laura Coates. So Laura Coates is one of my favorite lawyers. She's a black woman that's an analyst on CNN. And she broke the case down yesterday with the autopsy report that came back. And mm-hmm. um, ba- with that, it seems like that's going to be a very good piece of evidence because of where he was shot. He was shot in his wrist. Oof. And also three times um, in his chest. And um, so depending on how that wrist shot looks, Mm -hmm. it can talk about was he trying to pull it like defensively defend himself? Was he trying to grab, you know, obviously we see the video, but those actual shots can be used to prove what was happening. She also pointed out, that he was running back towards the direction he was coming from. Mm-hmm. So if he had committed a crime, which they were trying to say by him entering that he house was that was under construction, right. why would you go back towards the direction that of the crime okay. that you right. had committed? Yeah. You know, I'm putting that in quotes. 
And so she was really shedding some light on where the um, DA can like come or the, is it the DA? The defense, prosecutor, whomever is defending. Yeah, the <laughs> defending. <laughs> wow. Where they can actually come, um, the angle that they can come at. Mm-hmm. So, um, what is the prosecutor? Because they're prosecuting the case. Wow. Either way, it's Kind of the same routine, you know, that we've seen a lot where they dive into his background, want to get all the negative things that he's Mm -hmm. probably done and all this type of stuff, make it seem like they are so fearful. These are just great white men just protecting the community. And it's a free country. They can carry their guns. And it's just like either it's just going to be acquitted or they're going to get off or even if they do get trialed, it's going to be like a year. Like, it's just like the same story we hear every time. Yeah. I know really what you mean. No, and that's what sucks. That's what literally sucks about it. And that's what makes us feel so despondent. And that's why when things like this happen, my first inclination is to talk about voting. voting. Yes. And I know that pisses people off but because some people are like, you know, no, what, oh, my no. vote's going to actually do something. And it's like, yeah, because the other option is what? Us being violent? That's not going to do anything either, but get more people. Because I definitely hurt, would not be for a war. Yeah. So by voting, yeah. what you're doing is changing the culture, culture of these areas and these law enforcement communities so like if this were to have happened with a different sheriff a different judge in brunswick georgia they would have taken a different approach they would have actually been like oh this is this was a murder from the jump if you had people that actually cared about people of color right this one is so different this is just so crazy like if they get off, I'm just not real sure how I'm going to be able to handle that. But like, this is not real different, Haley, and that's the problem. And that's what no, you just No, I mean said. for me. No, no, no. I mean for me. Like, like, this is two hours away from where I go to school. Like, my friend, like, I that has almost went home with my friend one break, and she's from Brunswick, Georgia. So, like, for me, it's just like, this, this one here is different for me. Like, yes, black people have been killed, but I don't think I've ever had someone so close. Like nobody from people die in Memphis every day from like police stuff, but not something where they were. It's very clear that this was not the police. Like he was not guilty in any way of the video. Like this one is different for me and how I I and I understand that. But also, what I what I'm saying is, it it shouldn't have to be personal because it's it's personal every time. I mean, I, at this point, I don't have, you know, like, like I vote. I do that power. But as far as, like, helping these cases, I definitely feel like I am doing what I can that stays within my safety. Well, not even my safety, because I've done some shit that just was risky, you know, like, led marches, been the face of, you know, March. I've done that, too. But I'm just saying this one right here is just, like, I, have, I got numb to it, and then this happened. And it caused tears again. So it's like. I'm not saying numbness. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying being numb. I'm saying that whatever you're feeling, then that needs to be mobilized in a real way of action, in a way that's going to be 
smart that's actually going to be helpful and not destructive because regardless of the anger and the and the annoyance and the frustration and the fed upness there still has to be some type of action that is that is constructive because that's not the goal either to get so frustrated because that's what they want. They want us to get so frustrated that we just lose our fucking minds and just fucking burn the shit down. Like that's the goal. It's cycle. They want us to get so fucking pissed off. So fucking just out of our minds that we just lose it. And we can't afford to do that because of all of the work that we have put in. And yes, it is tiring. But what I am saying is that we finally have to understand that it, we have to do these annoying, boring changes of voting and changing the structures. Yep. That's all that it is. It's the structures because that's the only thing that hasn't changed all of this time. The structures have remained the same. And if they remain the same, this is going to happen over and over again. And that's my point saying that I understand it's personal for you now, but it's going to be personal for another person another 10 years from now if we don't break the structure apart. And that starts with the boring task of voting for a judge in Brunswick County that's more aligned with people of color and voting for a governor. Because if... Stacey Abrams was our governor, she would have not let that shit stand. Kim's ignoring it because he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. He can't handle everything that's going on right now. He's very not a great leader. Oh, <laughs> right yeah. like him. He gotta go. There's so much happening and he's dropping the ball. And now you have this. Yeah. And you have to deal with it. This yeah. is a Georgia thing. This is not just Brunswick. This is a Georgia thing. Yeah, not even just a Georgia thing, but shit, this is a all wherever, wherever you're listening to that thing, because it can happen in your town. You know what I mean? In every town, it matters. Now, are we going to ever get everybody on our side? No, but it would be nice to have more people on our side than it's not on our side. You get what I'm saying? At least we can give ourselves a fair chance. But like Sid said, that does go through that. That takes that takes generations. Like we wouldn't be here if people back then didn't go through boring processes and even not boring processes, right? Yeah. To put us in this position. So like we all kind of have to just play our part. And you know, if you you can find somebody in your local city who is familiar that you trust, right, to get information about who to vote for in your city. Like and honestly, it's fun, but it's important. And if you, you don't know. have anyone, become that person. Yeah, like, yes, your exactly, Haley. Boom, exactly. And you know what? I saw a lot of white people speaking out this time. Mm-hmm. Me too. Actually, a lot of people from like my classmates. A few of them were teachers, and they were just like, "I can't believe that you know these black students have to deal with stuff like this." And it was very like. I don't have, I can't even say nothing bad about this. Like, yeah. And my friends, male students in your classroom. And I'm sure they probably do confide in you in some things. So yeah, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. And even in the marches down there, I saw a lot of white people. Like, I think that this is, it's really to the point that people are like, this is, 
just ridiculous. Yeah, because like, it's yeah. like literally now every couple of months, like it's been going on for real, for real, for like, it's been going on forever. But like these past five years, like if yeah. you are over the age of 18, you have heard about a black person getting killed most random as ever for like ev- at least, you know, 10 times a year. Like, literally. You know what I'm saying? That's so fucking sad. Like, ah, that's just mind-boggling that all these people are dead. And it's that it's like, oh, why did they die? What What did they do? Nothing! These people don't be doing shit! Like, someone was outside of the like, crime. Like, he's like, nigga okay. was sitting in his apartment. Yeah. In his apartment. They can't run off. Somebody had that. Skittles in a fucking iced tea can. Like, you know, it's just walking, like... Walking down the street. My neighborhood where my dad lives. Yeah, like... It's just <laughs> Sitting in my bedroom. <laughs> oh, and you my know, house. You know what else was um tough, too? His birthday just passed. So his birthday was literally, like, a couple of days ago. I don't want to get the wrong day and put that out there um but his birthday you know was literally a couple of days ago um so you know all right r.i.p to that man like that's very, very much very you know I made like that i paint like that i paid for that you ain't never have to pay me back can't make me feel bad for nothing Make me feel bad for loving At my big old age I can't be faced But what you must say It's going insane Like I'm just moving on While fucking on While running my and, um, like I'm Speaking of birthdays You know, our girl, Nika Over here, her birthday just passed She just did her good old dirty 30, right? Yes, sir So I have a question for you Because I know from my So my birthday is June 12th It's May 13th We're recording this episode So my birthday is literally like 29 days from now So I always Yes, they can Literally like um, I always start like getting super reflective Around this time And I kind of have like kind of little rituals that I usually do around my birthday but Nika I wanted to ask you like you know going into your 30th birthday like you know did you have anything that you wanted to do or accomplish or were there any is there anything that you usually do around the time of your birthday and not just Um, but obviously the rest of the girls too well this year in particular I didn't do any type of routine or like ritual but I really was trying to like focus on my fitness this last time like I was like really I wanted to kind of create a shape that I would like for my birthday mm-hmm. um, did you did you how'd you how'd you do I think I made some progress I still have work to do but I've definitely made some progress so I was happy yeah. I was so, okay, so it worked out Shout out for the workout plan girl <laughs> 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 but um I think a lot of times around my birthday, music really kind of plays into it. So last year, like the Ari Lennox project had just mm-hmm. dropped. That kind of really shaped my birthday. That's dope. Like, That's dope. Year before it was like Drake had that "Nice for What" song. Ah. So like music really plays a lot into just like my mindset. But I feel like the universe honestly has been in play with this whole quarantine stuff. Like I've literally been able to kind of get my credit in order like I've been able to like you know mend some relationships or have like certain communications happen that I needed to some realizations I needed to 
Mm-hmm. So it was great. That's I'm good. in an awesome mind state right now. <laughs> that is beautiful. Thirty's about to be great. Yes. What about you, Miss Haley? What what you your birthday? When is your birthday? Yours is coming up too, Gemini. Yeah, I'm a Gemini as well. My birthday is May thirtieth. Okay, um, okay. The end of the month. So yeah, I don't have any birthday rituals, and it's so crazy because. I will go all out for everyone else's birthday, and I promise y'all, I'm probably gonna be asleep all day. Mm. Like, <laughs> but I don't know. Sometimes that's peaceful. So do, I be running around. You do you do anything like do y'all don't do nothing like leading up to it? Do y'all like think about like what do I want to accomplish before like my next birthday? Oh, like, yeah, you know like what I mean? Like, like mentally, do y'all do in anything? my mind, definitely. So I had this journal. And it was, like, things I wanted to accomplish by each age, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. So, like, I wanted um, – now, some stuff, like, I wrote, I want a car by the time I'm 16. That did not happen. But I ended up paying for the car, and I got it by the time I was 17, and it was, like, more beneficial because I paid for it. You know, it was cool. Um, like, I want to be – I want to travel to more continents by the time I'm 20, 25. I think I want to hit all continents. Nah. I'm almost there. Okay. I don't know about Antarctica, though. I might you gotta not. got to get might, there. Even if you stay there I for like a, a day or two, you got to do it. I'm trying to hit that each shit. continent, too. That <laughs> shit is sick, bro. I hate the cold, but um, that <laughs> 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 not right. The cool outfit. That's I, I think that's we, cool. The cool outfit. Yes. Mm. Yeah, that would that's, be cute. <laughs> I don't know. I bet my skin would glow. That's a lot of white. So I think my skin would look good. You I don't know. But by the time twenty, I'm about to, I'm turning twenty. Um, I don't know. I don't really have any goals. Even your teenage years behind. Yeah, <laughs> but that's like cool. I'm about to be like what people dead ass consider an adult, and that's yeah. like scary. Like it ain't you. you it's okay. Not- it's okay. You're not a kid. <laughs> you are not a kid. You are not an adult. Trust me. You are not an adult. You're not. Like I think. But I'm not a teenager. That's what's so weird. Like people are like, you're not a teenager. Like your parent, you do not get money. Your parents do not get money from you on their taxes. Like at this point, you can file your own. You ain't college. They could tax. Well, depend on how you said you're 25. I can stay till I'm 25, but. My mama not getting money off me like she used to. No, I know my mama like, mad at that now. She's like, girl. <laughs> what, what, what about you, Sid? Do you have any, like, birthday rituals or things that you like to do around your birthday? Um, No, because no. I love my birthday. It's my favorite. And I don't like to feel pressure because mm-hmm. I, just, I just want it to be. My thing with my birthday, my rule about my birthday is it's going to be a great day period. I like That's that. my birthday rule. Like I'm going to be, I'm going to have the most enjoyable day. Everything's going to be awesome. I'm going to be happy the entire day. Mm-hmm. That is beautiful. going to be high. And I just enjoy my birthday so much that I don't do anything that like, you know, maybe sometimes like, like if I was going somewhere, maybe I'd like work out leading up to it. Like try right. to like get, in, get fit, look cute. But even like the last couple years, I I do that. I always kind of like get a little workout session going on for like a month before. 
Because everyone wants to feel good on their birthday, right? Right. I think about that too. Like, I want to feel good on my birthday. Yes. Go with the vibe. But other than that, um, on the day of, I just want to be like, I eat anything I want. (laughs) And I make sure I eat like every breakfast, lunch, dinner. Yeah. And I just enjoy it and I do whatever it is that like I just love to do and so one year I went to the aquarium one year I like you know all they give you all this free stuff when it's your birthday yeah I just went store after store you know that store, like, free stuff they like, give you free stuff <laughs> at the aquarium the aquarium you get no. it for free on your- you get it for free on your birthday Mm-hmm. Do we know yeah. it? <laughs> Show your license, and it'll be like, go on in. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yep. So I went that one year. I went to Pinkberry, got a free uh, yogurt. I got a free dessert. That's the free stuff. I signed up for all these companies. <laughs> uh, I think I went to Moe's or something, got some free nachos. It's like all this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, they fun. do do something like that. That's cool. That, that is so great. smart. Yeah. 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 That is. That's interesting. So I always like to go somewhere. I, um, I want to start a travel tradition. That'd be yeah, cool. that's what I've been doing. But I don't go anywhere crazy so far. I went to the mountains and I went to New Orleans the last two years. Mm-hmm. I went to Loud that one year. And I went to California once with my friend. Just hung out. That was fun. I went to Made in America one year. That was fun. That is really fun. Mine's on Labor Day weekend, so it's always like everybody's partying on my birthday. That's, yes. that's a great weekend to have your birthday. She is. And so my birthday was Mother's Day this year. I know. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day to all the mommies and shit. Yeah, you were trying to like get your, like, I'm 30 bitches, and everyone's like, my mom, I love my mom. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. On my little birthday, we, I'm just like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. I make myself feel good. <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. Well, I know for me, from when it when when it's my when my birthday comes up, um, something that I like to do is treat myself to either a pair of sneakers or heels. <laughs> it usually ends up being heels because I have a lot of sneakers already. Um, so I usually like to treat myself to a pair of um. Like I said, some sneakers or some heels. This year, it's probably going to be sneakers because I'm not going anywhere in heels. Anyway. That's something I definitely like to do. And because my birthday is, like, in the middle of the year, so for me, it's, like, New Year's birthday repeat. Like, I have New Year's and I have my birthday. So usually my birthday is, like, where I kind of do a self-check and look at kind of the things that I um, wrote out for myself at the beginning of the year and say, okay, how far along this list has I, have I come? What needs to be adjusted so that way I can knock this off by the end of the year? So, like, those are kind of, like, the two main things, my birthday rituals um, that I do. There's- now, I know um, something that I would like to do going forward is every 
I would like to travel every birthday, of course, I, of course. But, like, when I turn 30, I definitely, like, want to travel. And, like, if I could be on the vacay, cool. But, like, I want to be, like, somewhere, like, popping. Like, you know what I'm saying? Then when 35 comes, do something. Bali, like that again. Like, every five years, I want to do something, like, very, like, travel-y and, like, re- if, uh, something that I could really remember. So, that's I, I, I like it. I like it. I'm still Bali in Bali are really cheap. <laughs> Yeah, I heard they are cheap, and you might as well go ahead and get your ticket for next year, girl. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, I might as well just get my shit for next year. Like, I really want to go on a vacay, though. Hold y'all. I want my dirty thirty to be dirty and filthy with bay. Yeah. No, as you get older, you're just gonna have less people around you. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Give me, throw me. I can do a little kickback at the crib, like a little barbecue for my friends, and then me and Bay out the next day. Like it's, uh, I'm cool. Like my last, my favorite was my 30th because I did an 80s theme party at Reverie. And that was for my friends. Like, I'm like, hey, you can come to my 80s theme party at Reverie. I got all my favorite DJs to DJ yeah. for me. See? That was my favorite. And then I went to the mountains the next day. And I was like, <laughs> Bye. What is this party this year? I've been talking about it forever. And it's quarantined. But yeah, throw you all off. It's so cool. All off. The next year I'm going to look forward to it's going to be 34 because, like, all the bad women are, like, 34 and popping. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm looking Ooh, for. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm beautiful. Then I will be looking forward to 34 as well. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear about a popping woman, she's, like, 34. That's the age. Yeah, no, nah, I think their 30s is, like, lit. And, like, to our young listeners, like, I like kind of like how Haley was feeling earlier. It's like, I remember when I was, like, turning 20 and 21, I'm like, oh, shit, like, I have to have it all figured out and all of this stuff. No, you don't. No, you don't. Jay-Z didn't drop his first project so he was, like, 27. He didn't get popping until, like, popping, popping until, like, four or five years later. Like, you know, Angela Yee didn't really get popping until she was, like, 35. Like, hey, Juvenet. Yeah. 40. Yeah, like there's a lot of people who didn't get popping, popping until like they were later on. So like, use your twenties to like find yourself. You're gonna do dumb shit. Like, do dumb shit that you can bounce back from, though. Don't be doing dumb shit that's hard to recover from. And have a baby up in your thirty. Yeah, like don't wait on that. <laughs> wait on that. <laughs> you I know, literally like, like, turned thirty. And I, I said, promise I won't do that. Can't do some things anymore. Some of this stuff just can't. Yeah. Like, I, I was like, got weekend moment. I was like. No, I'm 30 now. We can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, how did I do anything I used to do? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's so crazy. That is just so crazy. It's just like a mind shift. I, I be doing hella shit. Like, right. You be, and you will. You will. And then one day you'll be like, the screws just got a little bit tighter. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can out there. But the, that's the beauty, too. It's because you get to be in those stages. And that's what people don't realize. Like, once you're not in that stage, you're not in that stage. And it's like, but okay. you can appreciate that stage. Exactly, 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 exactly. So Yeah, because, I mean, 20s were awesome. You're going to have yeah. a great time. Very cringeworthy stuff, but it was awesome. It was awesome. It's going to be a weird time. It's a weird time for the world for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun. Make some mistakes. You know, show a lot of love. Get a lot of love. 
be curious, but don't be stressed. Right. Also, if there's something that you're interested in, learn about it. Learn about it. Yep. Learn about it. Like it. Know about it. Because that is going to be so valuable when you get older to have that knowledge and be like, I've been knowing about blah, blah, blah for years. Well, you have the access to the information, too, because who knows what information is going to be like going, you know, in the next couple of years. That's just that's the cool shit when people are like, oh, because that's how you get to a place when you're like 23 three years from now and you have like a job doing something cool as shit because like right. you've just been steady doing something and like putting your efforts into something and it just because like at the same time people do blow up when they're older but people do blow up when they're young so like mm-hmm. next year girl you never know where your life's going to take you so experience especially if you want to do something because you can <laughs> oh my god you can totally do like it. a politician at the age of 22. <laughs> <laughs> you really could. Yes, Olivia poking it at 22. Dang, dang. Dang, dang. But yes, ladies, well. This was great. This yes, was yes, so yes, yes. This was definitely popping. Um, before we sign off, I do just want to mention, um, if y'all haven't heard our the episode before this one, it mm-hmm. was a mini episode, you know, what, what we like to call Carefree Black Girl 2.0. Um, it was a smaller episode where we had a lot, um, you get to know us a lot better. Um, You know, last episode, Mm -hmm. we played Fuck, Marry, Kill. Go back and listen to see who we fucked, married, and killed. (laughs) Um, You know, we did Hot or Not and stuff like that. So, you know, um, be on the lookout for that next episode as well. But definitely go back and listen to the last episode if you have it. Um, Like I said, we are going to be doing more of those. And we're just going to keep things fun. So. Thank y'all. <laughs> Make sure you visit our website as well. Oh, the website that's cute at yeah. carefreeblackgirl.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> carefreeblackgirl.com without the I. Yes. Yes. Without the I. <laughs> Peace out, y'all. This is Sydney. You can Bye, find guys. Me at Sydney, C I D N E E underscore rich on Instagram. I am DJ Candy Rain, uh, DJ Candy, and then uh, Rain, R-A-I-N-E. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Mixcloud, Audio Mac, all that good shit. <laughs> what is up, people? It is Haley Smith. Make sure you follow me on Instagram and on Twitter. Haley Smith underscore underscore. That's H-A-L-I Smith underscore underscore. Yeah. Be sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carpe Nika and follow my blog, Broke to Dope, on Twitter, BrokeToDope.com on Instagram. And of course, be sure to follow Carefree Black Girl on Twitter um, at CFBGPod, on Instagram at CarefreeBlackGirl underscore Inc. And like us on Facebook, it's support via Patreon on patreon.com backslash CarefreeBlackGirl. Bye. Bye, guys. Back in the day, like blunts on the stove. Gotta keep it going, can't mess with the flow. Gotta take it slow when you're hitting that drone. If you don't know, better act like you know. Granny still got about three or four goals. Homeboy still getting bent on the porch. It's my time, go ahead, pass the torch. I'm in wild down to the seaport. Coming up crazy, young Jack Jula. That's a nigga's all so bad, wanna sewer. That's a nigga's all so bad, wanna sewer. Ain't that thing over, mm mm, wanna tour. Put that thing over, mm mm, wanna tour. Hey. You?